Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of my podcast series, Dimension. So before I say anything, first of all, I'm sorry for the, if you can hear my fan. Listen, it is so hot here where I live and I just cannot turn it off. Like I can't, if I turn it off, I'm not going to say anything and I'm not going to be able to make a podcast episode. Okay. And I'm going to be really, really in a hurry to stop. So yeah, I don't think it's going to be that obvious with the background music. I mean, I, I hope, um, yeah. And other than that, I'm so sorry for taking so long. Um, uh, you know, you always know that when I want to make a podcast episode, I like to give it my undivided attention. I like to sit down, give it all my thoughts, give it all my energy because I like it to be, you know, um, you know, not half-assed, basically. basically. Um, so, yeah. Um, I will get into the topic as usual. I really hope you guys are doing well. I really hope life's been treating you well. I hope each and every one of you, you know has been in a good place mentally and if you weren't i'm really sorry for that um nothing is permanent as i always say and i really hope that you know us here you know hanging out um together i guess might change some of that a little bit um i love you so much and i care about you thank you so much for tuning in i miss you guys so much and i love you guys a lot even though even if i don't know you personally i'm pretty sure you also can have my love because i have a lot of it to give (laughs) anyways um without further ado this was a long intro but it was a long pause as well for me so um as usual i want you guys to sit back relax and let's disconnect from the world so i'm not gonna lie this episode was inspired by my mom listen i know i always talk about my mom and i just bother you guys with it you know with the topic all the time um but you know just i'm a very expressive person so maybe it's just that i constantly bring her up because she means a lot to me as i believe like most moms mean to their kids so um yeah so but before i get into the topic i want to do some catching up with you guys because we got used to that right i think like the past couple episodes um so i didn't go home for the summer and you know at first it was all fun and games but then i realized that it is harder than i thought (laughs) a lot harder i mean summer is almost over um but still i really miss my family i realized that i think i mentioned this once upon a time like in one of my podcasts that i just feel really like mentally double my age um but even though you still need to see your mom and dad which brings me maybe this might benefit some of you who take their parents for granted or who don't have a good relationship with their parents i really encourage you if that's the case to fix it because nothing is nothing compares to the love and support and care that you get from your family. I really hope that's the case for you. If you have an abusive family, I'm truly sorry for that. You know, we can share families (laughs) together. I'm your family. That's okay. I'm pretty sure that if you have an abusive family, I have this theory 
God does not take everything away from you. There has to be something good about your life. For example, you might have an abusive family, but you might be really smart. Or you might have an abusive family, but you might have a really, really supportive best friend. I don't know. So try to really see the brighter side of it and try to... If you have an abusive family, try to be your own family. Try to hold on to God and strengthen your faith. And that will really, really help. But, uh, you know, in case you had like a good relationship with your family, you know, it's just nothing compares to the support they give you to, to, you know, not being alone all the time. Sometimes just sitting there in the house and having noise around me just calms me down. I have been... This is so, this might sound so dramatic, guys. I mean, I have no idea how people my age or younger than I am could get married and like have kids. And I genuinely like, okay, I, I know I just said like I'm mentally 50. Okay, this is gonna be, this is gonna sound like a completely different sentence right here. But <laughs> I'm such a paradox. Um, but like, seriously, I feel like I really, what was I saying? that oh my god I forgot what I was saying that I really need my parents right that was that was yeah yeah so right now I because you know the dorms are you know uh, relatively empty practically empty I'm too afraid to sleep with no lights on so I have to have my you know kind of like a kind of like lights that I have um hanged on the wall um, they have to be on, otherwise I can't sleep. Usually when other girls are here, I can fall asleep in the pitch blackness, darkness of my room. But right now that's not the case. I cannot fall asleep as well without... Oh, this is so embarrassing. But it's okay. There are a lot of other embarrass embarrassing stuff on my podcast. So this is not the most... This is probably the least embarrassing one. I can't fall asleep without having my phone... Uh, you know, like on a YouTube live of a channel that I used to watch back home, it is, it has to be on and the volume has to be low, but I just have to hear a faint whisper, like noise for me to be able to sleep because if there is no noise, I feel too anxious to fall asleep. So I can't. And that was exactly what happened yesterday. I, I just couldn't sleep until like 12, maybe 1230 AM because I was too scared. Um, yeah, I really miss my family a lot. I am tired of the entire life without them kind of thing. I don't understand. Yeah, this is what I said. I don't understand how people my age could get married and settle down when I really feel like I just, I am, you know, a big kid pretending to look like I'm an adult. When I say I'm, I feel mentally 15, I mean, I just feel like I'm too responsible for my age. Like, really, seriously. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if you relate to this. I'm just like, Demena, what the hell haven't I done? I'm not saying like, um, like achievement wise. I'm saying responsibilities wise, like everything, cooking, laundry, not even in a washing machine. Like I've tried uh, this summer, I wash my clothes using my hands. I, you know, do paperwork at the police station. I just feel like I'm a girl and a guy and a mom and a dad. And it's just, it's just overwhelming. I feel like I'm, yeah, it's just hard. 
it's just hard and how i deal with it i really don't like to complain anymore at least at one point in my life i used to complain a lot but i realized that you really can't complain especially certain people they might use it against you one day so i stopped that but i strengthened my strengthened my relationship with god a lot so he has my back or i would have lost my sanity a long time ago uh what else uh it's really hot here i um yeah did i say i miss my family listen don't get me wrong i love algeria i know this might sound like a lie because i'm away from home and i'm complaining to you guys about how you know i want to go home i love algeria but right now i'm saturated like i'm saturated with not with algeria as a country i'm saturated with the places that i go to with the people that i see with everything i can't do it anymore i can't like i have to go home i cannot and i can't con- convince my brain that i can't go home i i'm getting emotional <laughs> um like my brain's like no i want this to stop I want to stop like I would I would wake up in the morning and I'm just like I don't I don't want to be here. I don't want to be. It's like a song in my head. I don't want to be here anymore. I feel like I'm sorry. I just smacked my phone. I'm not going insane. I just have a lot of energy. Um yeah, so I just feel like I'm going insane. I want to go home. Like I want Jordan. I want Jordan. I want to see the streets of Jordan. I feel like I'm imprisoned. Nobody's obviously putting me in prison. I can travel if I want to, but like I can't. So I feel like I am in chains and I just can't do this. It takes a lot of discipline and mental strength to 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 let yourself go through the motions of every single day when you really just want to bang your head to the wall and just cry because you can't do this anymore. Yesterday at night I called my mom and I'm, I started crying. I'm like, "You don't understand. Like I want Jordanian food. I want your food. Not like Jordanian food even. Don't get me wrong, please. Like I know some obnoxious people are going who don't know me are going to go like, "Oh, she's bashing Algerian food. You shut the hell up." Okay, please. I'm everybody knows how much I like couscous, for example. Everyone knows how much I like uh, uh sisa, a lot of Algerian food, but I mean, I can't I can't cook something for myself. Anything, any kind of food and pretend that it's good. I can't. I can't do that anymore. I can't eat at restaurants anymore. I can't lie to myself and tell myself it tastes good. Not not like Algerian food. I'm talking about restaurants in general. My food in general. I can't do that. I call my mom. I start crying. I'm like, "I want your food." I can't take this anymore. I want to see you. I want to kiss my little sister. I want to hang out with my brother. I, it's just and I started crying like a stupid baby and yeah. I explained it to my mom this way. I was like, "I feel when I tell you I can't do this anymore and I have to go home, like I have to go home, it's as if imagine you were super thirsty, okay? You were super super thirsty. You would obviously want water, right? So you would come to me, go like, "Dimana, give me a water bottle." I would give you Pepsi or I would give you cola or I'd give you so you know whatever. I was going to say soda, but there's soda. Or I'd give you like juice. That is not going to satisfy you. You need H2O. I'm tired of giving myself juices and pretending like it is satisfying me. I am I want water. I want water. I want to go home. 
So this is where I'm at right now, <laughs> which is kind of, I'm sorry, that was too much. A 10 minute catching up. I'm sorry guys if that was just, I just said I didn't want to complain, but I spent 10 minutes doing that. We're gonna get into the, <laughs> today's topic. I'm so sorry. Um, but you know, saying it out loud really, really helps. Um, so yeah, this is where I'm at. I, I just, I can't, I don't know how i'm gonna start i'm in my sixth year of medical school and i don't know where i'm gonna get the energy to study i'm kind of scared i don't know what how i'm gonna do it because i did not take a break i i know i took a break vacation wise sure but i feel like i didn't take a break mentally so i just feel like i'm just thrown into the next year so fingers crossed for that i don't know how i'm gonna manage but yeah we'll see uh at least i have you guys right my instagram has been growing i really listen it's not just about the followers i mean everybody wants to get recognition for their work right i mean i won't lie and be a hypocrite and tell you guys i don't care at all i do care but a little bit i mean it's not it's not everything i care about i feel like i built an audience and people who really love and care about me actually care about me listen i swear to god i've never i don't know what i did to deserve this kind of love from people it's just amazing i feel so maybe that's like the best part of my summer i i feel like i have so many supportive people around me um especially on instagram and i if you don't if you're not there i love to have you there um so yeah if you're if you came here from instagram i love you so much so much and i already tell you guys that all the time in my stories um but yeah follow me there if you want to see where i am in my life i post everything every single thing that goes on in my day so you can see me there um so yeah let's get into the topic so you know, I just noticed something um, lately about people in general. I I don't want to sound like I'm a saint or something, but why have we all been so mean to each other? So selfish. Everybody just cares about themselves. Um, everybody is judging everybody everybody's projecting their trauma onto everybody else it's just crazy i mean even my mom told this to me when i said like this episode was inspired by my mom i called her i'm like do you have any ideas and then she told me like talk about how i wish that they taught in schools how emotional intelligence basically how you should treat other people we're taught math and science and how plants uh, make their own food and and how I don't care what else algebra for example but we're not taught how to treat other people with respect we're not taught how to love uh, seeing other people do their best maybe even better than us we're not taught about mental health we're not taught about how to deal with life we're not taught what to do when we get a panic attack and we don't even know what a panic attack is at school we're not taught any of these things we're taught random shit that we're never even going to use and then we're thrown into the world the real world and then we get to learn from our own experiences it's like you've it's like this it's like exactly this 
you've never boxed, like you've never tried boxing in your entire life. And then I give you a pair of gloves and I throw you into an arena, into a ring, arena, what? <laughs> It's like, and we're in the Hungry Games. I throw you into this ring with a pro fighter and he beats the shit out of you before you learn how to fight back. That's exactly how life is. Why aren't we taught these things? Why do we have to get beaten down so many times? Because we've never tried boxing before. You know, before you got thrown into that ring, you were freaking, you were freaking learning piano lessons. And then I threw you into this boxing ring with this rigged boxer, that rigged or rugged, I forgot the word rugged, I think. And I'm just like, yeah, come on, come on, just win this fight. Really? Seriously? And you're obviously gonna get your dismembered and probably, you know, lose your eyes in the process. And you're not gonna learn how to fight until you're almost just dead, um, which that really does not, does not matter because you're almost dead anyways. This is exactly how life is. You're almost dead when you learn, you know, when you have enough wisdom to learn what life really is, you're like 80 or like 90. You know, so why aren't we taught these things in school? Why don't parents teach their kids these things? Why is somebody who has mental health issues made fun of by society? For example, if you if you've ever been, I'm gonna give the example. Should I say who it is? Maybe not. Maybe I'm gonna get in trouble, but I just will say it's a person that when I told them, I obviously mentioned in my podcast that I, you know, had to see a psychiatrist, right? So this person, when I told them, that person was like, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody that you had to see a psychiatrist. What? Why? Like, did I, what, did I see, you know, meet up with a drug dealer or something? Like, it might, is this something I should hide? Um, we're not taught, we're not educated on these things at all to the point where, I'll give you a serious example so you know that I'm just not just blabbering for the sake of just talking. I know somebody, listen, for example, if you are a woman who is not educated on mental issues, right? And you have a baby, not everyone's a doctor. So for example, you know, if you're a doctor, you would know something's wrong with your kid. But if you're, you know, just a person with a, you know, daily job, I don't know, you know, you don't, maybe you might not notice. So. This woman has a baby and this baby is obviously not like other babies, right? And this is an example of somebody I know in real life. I'm not bringing this, I'm not making this up, okay? Okay, so by, by the way, more than one person. I wish this was just one lady that I know, multiple ladies. Just to show you guys how stigma around these things and 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 this just the ignorance of our society, how we all suffer from it. So yeah, I'll keep going. She had this baby, which obviously was different than the other kids. Even when I was a kid, I noticed that this little kid was different. And I used to ask my mom, like, you know, this, this kid's different. And when that lady, other people would go to her and tell her that maybe she should take her kid to see a doctor, maybe something's wrong with their, with her kids, she would get pissed the hell off. Maybe I might, I understand where she's coming from, like people coming, telling me something's wrong with my kid. I don't want anything to be wrong with my kid. I get that, 
but other people are trying to help. They care about you and your kid. So this lady keeps ignoring other people and and just not really listening to what they have to say until her kid get grows too old to reverse the problem. Um, she finally gives in when the kid is just 18 and she takes him to a doctor and this kid has, you know, issues like I don't remember what exactly what it was, but they this kid has issues like mentally and the doctor prescribes medication to fix this problem so that her kid gets better, right? She refuses to give her kid the medication. Uh, her kid, was it, maybe there's, there were 17, right? 17 or not 18, 17 actually. Yeah, so she refuses to take the medication and she refuses to acknowledge, uh, to take, uh, you know, the diagnosis seriously. Um, she, I'm pretty sure deep down she knows something's wrong with her kid, but she'd rather live in denial. So who's going to suffer exactly? Her, first of all, because she is the one who ruined her kid's future. Her kid is the first one who's going to suffer because he's not going to be able to live a normal life without being bullied for the way he behaves. It's obviously out of his control. His own mom doesn't want to help him because she thinks taking medication for something that's wrong with your brain means you're crazy. Um, and not, not that the fact that the medication will actually help them function like a normal individual in society. She chooses to actually stigmatize her own kid. Um, just because when she was a kid, she wasn't taught, she wasn't taught in school about these things or even by her parents, she wasn't taught she could have saved her child's life by, by acknowledging it ever since he was a little baby. But you know what? She chose to ignore it and act like everything's okay. Nothing is wrong with a child with a disability. Nothing is wrong with that. And shame on you if you ever hide your kid from the world or pretend like nothing's wrong with your kid because you're embarrassed. Who exactly are you embarrassed? You're ruining your kid's life. And you want to, you'd rather watch your kid suffer then actually help your kid. That is absolutely disgusting. And I I actually have just, I know I said I might, you know, feel for her. I actually don't. Um, I just feel for her kid who has to suffer because of her choices. Um, so yeah, why aren't we taught in school these things? Why aren't we taught to, to, to wish others good like we wish ourselves? A lot of people are just have so much jealousy in their hearts let me tell you something you might believe it you might not believe it i honestly do not care anything that comes out of my mouth is the truth and you might a lot of people might go like oh she's a liar she wants to look like an angel they have their own issues because they can't believe that somebody that honest can exist on planet earth that's not my problem so I've never, even when I was like, I looked the worst I've ever looked in my entire life, I've never felt jealous from anybody, ever. Even when they were doing oh, miles and miles and, and countries and, and freaking centuries better than I was, I never felt jealous than anybody else. Never in my life. I always was not jealous, but I would go like, you know, I want to be like that teach me how to be like that you know so for example like what what exactly i don't know for example i'd see somebody on instagram that i really admire 
and I think that they're doing great a great job. I would, you know, go look up videos of them, see what they're doing, see how they got there, see their, how they how they think, admire them, look up to them, like them because of their discipline. Yeah, I want to be like that. It's not I want to be, be better than you or I want you to stop being that good. That is pure evil and I I wasn't taught, I wasn't raised on that. I was raised to focus on myself and and just focus on where I'm headed. Have a plan for myself. My mom always, you know, I don't know if she did this consciously. Whenever I ask her, she tells me, "I I didn't do anything. I just taught you guys by example." And maybe that that was the case. I always had a plan in mind for myself. So what anybody else was doing really didn't matter to me ever. So even if I failed an exam and like all my friends did really well, I might go like, "You know why? Why did this happen to me?" But I would really be happy for them, super happy, genuinely happy for them because, you know, that's not my business. I would be mad at myself. I'm like, "Do you matter what the hell you idiot? Why did you fail?" Didn't you study? Do you have some sort of issue? Do we need to fix some something? But I would still be super happy for my friends. Um so if yeah, so if you like to see other people suffer, that means you're already suffering and you'd rather see everybody else suffer? Really? I mean, I I have this video pinned on my profile on Facebook. And it's this um it's this master kung fu master. I love that guy. He was saying that you have to find a purpose in life and your purpose has to be to reduce the suffering of those around you and only until then you will not suffer. So by seeing other people do well, your actually your suffering will actually diminish. Your focus will be externalized. You know what the root of suffering is? you know really being self-centered and thinking only of yourself and your problems which is me by the way which is me which was me um thinking of you and your problems and as i just said like in the beginning i want to go home but at the same time if you externalize your thoughts and try to help other people try to help them do better try to help them in the places that you struggled once upon a time in your own life your suffering and your pain is going to actually ease itself because you're you're focus is just not so much on yourself and just it's a little bit more externalized towards other people you know if that makes any sense for example um i just said in the beginning that this episode was inspired by my mom okay so don't give me a hard time when i keep talking about her okay so i grew up watching my mom whenever we go anywhere she has to tip people um she would say things when listen when you're a kid your brain's actually being formed so you're truly fragile to all the information that you get and you're surrounded by so you absorb everything easily so i'd watch my mom we would be in a taxi and she'd give the guy extra money and when we when we you know uh, get out of the taxi she'd talk to her mumbled to herself you know he probably needed that you really need and she'd always go like thank you sir thank you sir and she's so nice to everybody um for example she'd get like i don't know she always thought of other people i love you mama i'm going to tell her to, to listen to this i don't want to cry i miss her a lot and i'm <sighs> i'm stupid i'm sorry i'm too emotional I'm really emotional like it's so easy to make me cry and I hate that. I wish I could change that. I miss her so much. Um 
So, <laughs> sorry if I yelled. Uh, for example, maybe I got this from her, like being really caring about how people feel. <laughs> um, so we'd be shopping somewhere and she'd see this. I remember this man, he knows her now. He knows her, he says hi to her whenever he sees her. He sells like headphones and, and you know, little mini things on the street in the sun and it's burning hot in the summer. And you know, it's just really bad. So we, for example, we were shopping. So it was like lunchtime. So she looked at me, she was like, Dimana, I, listen, I this is I know that God said in Islam that when you do good, you're not supposed to talk about it. It's better better not to talk about it. My mom never said my mom never says this to anybody. I just know that because I'm with her, and I'm saying that because I'm proud of her, and I'm saying that because we need to learn how important it is to teach our kids in the future. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of you listening are future parents how important it is to teach your kids by example not going like you know you should do this kids don't learn that way you just lead by example okay so uh, she was like Dimana you know let's go get him lunch he's probably hungry and let's get him cold water and juice and she thinks about other people and we actually did that and he got so happy and now whenever he sees my mom he he goes like hi and he knows us and things like that I mean there are so many people on the street who, who really would think let me just go buy that man you know some food and water because maybe he really you you don't you never know he might really need it my mom is an artist and she paints uh whenever she gets a really big amount of money she has to give some of it away to like somebody in need for example she'd get like she'd sell a drawing and then we'd be on the street and she would see like a janitor and she'd go give him a little bit of money and she would be so nice. I'm not saying this because she's my mom. She's a gentle soul. I'm so happy she's my mom. I'm lucky. I feel like I'm lucky. I'm so, I always talk about, I boast about her because she's an extraordinary woman. It's not because she's my mother. She's just, she, she is a mixture of a strong, fierce, independent woman, artist, creative, beautiful she reminds me of kate winslet i'm not even like exaggerating if you've ever seen photos of my mom as a when she was my age oh my god an absolute barbie i know i'm not a barbie but she was like i didn't take her jeans unfortunately okay i'm sorry i disappointed you guys but she was a beauty queen um i've never seen a lady that beautiful inside and out that strong that outspoken so yeah she taught me a lot of things um she taught me when i saw somebody wearing something really nice and looking really nice to go and tell them they looked really nice so if you know me i'm sorry i'm moving around so if you know me um i'm so hyperactive it's hard for me to sit still anyways so um uh, if you know me i'd be walking like on the street and i would see a random stranger if i liked her purse i'm gonna tell her i liked her purse if i liked her dress she's gonna know i liked her dress i was in, at the mall in jordan one summer and i saw this girl really really cute girl with uh braids like her hair was braided like her entire hair i was obsessed we just walked past her i was like i love your hair and she was like oh my god thank you people you might really turn somebody's day around by a small compliment i went to kind of like a starbucks here it's just kind of like starbucks we don't have a starbucks here but 
And then when I went to like pay for my drink, I noticed that the girl working behind the counter looked really sad. She looked like she hated her job. She looked like she was having the worst day ever. So in my mind, I went, I kept searching for something to compliment her on. I kept searching, searching, searching. And then I, I saw her like, because she looked really tired, right? I didn't want it to sound like a lie. So I looked at her bracelet and it was a really cute bracelet. And I was like, oh my God, I love your bracelet because I wanted it to sound genuine, right? She smiled and her entire face lit up. She looked suddenly looked so different because she smiled. She was like, thank you. Maybe people might need that. Some people are on the verge of committing suicide. And you don't even know that because people don't come up to you and go like, hi, I want to kill myself. That doesn't happen. Okay, that doesn't happen. You being nice might actually save somebody's life. This is not this is not a joke. This is not to, to look nice. This is not to look like a good person. This is not to get good publicity. Okay, this is just to save lives, to be there for, for, for people. If you're somebody who doesn't have a purpose, I don't give a shit. I don't want you to have a purpose. Maybe your purpose could be as simple as me making other people's lives, lives easier by smiling at strangers, by giving away a sum of money from your allowance to this homeless guy that you see every single day on the street that looks kind of like he might really need that help. You don't need a major purpose in life. Your purpose could be as small as helping other people get through their really rough days that could actually be a purpose you don't need to be the best football player out there you don't need to be the best doctor out there you're not a failure your 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 existence is super important you could actually save somebody else's life do you know how important that is do you know how important to save another soul is do you know how important in islam god the best uh thing that God li likes it when you do is which means helping other people God loves it when you do that because God knows how hard it is to get out of your way and stop being selfish and help other people and not tell other people you remember when I helped you do you remember when I helped forgetting that you helped that person not not reminding that person of what you did doing good and just just going doing good deeds and just you know just forgetting about it Um, teach your kids that, teach your loved ones that, teach yourself that, discipline your heart, love good for other people as you do for yourself, remove all that, all that evil, jealousy, hatred that you have in your heart, we're all human beings, we all feel that at one point, I have phases where I go like, I hate that person's guts so much, I hate that person, and then like, Two days later, I'm like, I forget about it. Like, I can't really hold on to it. Don't hold on to anything that drains your energy. Um, please, just please try to help somebody. If you see somebody looking good, tell them. If you see somebody struggling, help them. And God will help you. Like, what you give out is going to come back to you. Trust me, don't be afraid to, to give somebody, for example, in need a sum of money because you feel like you're gonna get broke, God will give it back to you, trust me, and that happened to me double time. I got it back double time. I never worry if I ever go broke, I never go like, oh, I'm, oh my God, what am I gonna do? Like, I just believe in God and I don't know how things happen and God just helps me out every single time. So stop thinking about yourself so much, please. Help others, you know? Just, you know, it just gives your life meaning at least. 
when you're gone, you feel like you just did something for somebody. And that person was touched by your humanity and by your empathy. And they, in turn, helped another person. And that person helped another person. So it's just a domino effect. And, and you just did something that lasts for much, much longer than you get to last. So if you have no other purpose, that's the most noble purpose anyone could ever have. So at the end of this episode, I really hope you got something out of it. I really hope you choose to help somebody out there. I really hope that you feel like you got a purpose if you feel like you don't. I really hope that you know that you your existence has a meaning. It's your of super significance. If not to anybody, at least to me, okay, and to God. I'm pretty sure God loves you. He's the only one who loves you with your flaws. Um, uh, thank you so much if you made it all the way here. I love you a lot, a great whole lot. Um, I hope you help somebody today. I hope you think about somebody else than yourself today. I really hope that you help other people and you don't, you know, tell them about it. <laughs> I hope that you lead a meaningful life and I hope that all your dreams come true. I hope that life treats you well. Um, I hope you treat yourself well. So uh, if you like this episode, let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you want to tell me anything about this. Otherwise, I hope you take care of your mind, body, and soul. I love you. See you on the next one. Thank you.